0: Set up here, so just bear with us for a second. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Black and White Conversations. I am Brandy Glanville.
1: I'm Lucas Lucas, Hannah Lancaster. And
0: we are going to be talking today about the Vice President nomination, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Vice, president. Vice President, Democratic nomination.
0: Yeah, nomination nominee. Denominee, <laughs> <The> denominee. <laughs> I did. I took a sleeping pill last night. I'm a little woozy,
2: mm. so
0: I had to I couldn't sleep. It's Kam. Is it Kamala or Kamala? Kamala. Kamala. Kamala.
2: Kamala. We, we, we were trying to and figure say it out. Who said Kamala at first? <laughs> I'm like, right. whatever she's like, out. What I go wait says. for
0: Hanan. Wait for Hanan. <laughs> so no. Kamala.
1: Kamala.
2: Kamala. everyone Every says my name
1: <laughs> wrong tonight. You know
0: because I, Han- I used to call her Hanan, and her name's Hanan. So.
2: It Kamala. is Kamala. Yes,
0: and we are so excited that she is the vice president running mate of Joe Biden. And we have a lot. Lucas and I were discussing before, but let's. Um, I know she went to Howard like Kenan. So- Howard alumni go. Howard Howard.
1: <laughs>
0: um, let's talk about. So I was reading online. She's getting. It's been one day or two days. She is getting trolled online. The people are trying to change her Wikipedia. They tried to call her Condolema Harris. And listen, I can do that on a reality show to Lisa Vanderpump, but Lisa Vanderpump. Russians are
2: working hard.
1: Well, also, um, what is his name? Charlemagne had put out a post two days ago, and he said pretty much like this, you're going to really see the disrespect that America has for black women and so and you see it on social media you see oh
2: race. he shot i mean um, trump shot out of nasty that's a little code word for ambitious women nasty Ugh. so you know mm-hmm. but i mean
0: she's very cool qual- i mean she was my favorite i just knew that america wasn't going to put a woman in office let alone a black woman and right, she also right. is uh, like asian as well
2: mm-hmm. and
0: Made i American. just yeah mm-hmm. is it she, i learned oh, it was asian um
2: what is
1: it called? She
2: like? parents from, from Guyana, I believe. Oh, Guyana, yeah. Okay. I thought it was Jamaica. Okay. No, no. We, we don't fucking know. India, it <laughs> like India, <laughs> like from India, because that's the only way she could be Asian. African American and,
0: and Asian. Uh, that's all I heard. So well, that's what we
2: know. mixed heritage. <laughs> yes. However, she's got good roots
1: yeah absolutely she's, so, she's a solid candidate like this the trolling has nothing to do with her credentials and actually i think because she's so qualified people are really looking to bring her down so quickly and to cast doubt on her talents and just talk about her like well, they're, they're
0: coming after things that don't matter i mean they're coming after her looks her, are they her, her race they're just oh is she a man is she this and it's like are we when we we need to be going after character and her history and right. is she qualified? Right. And people are trolling her because she's black, because she's a woman, because right. she's strong. They're saying horrible negative things. But let's be honest, none of that matters. She's the best person right. for the job.
2: For the job. Right. I mean, that this whole tribal thing, that's why I wore this shirt today because I am like hardcore Progressive mm-hmm. and Bernie was—I'm re- a little left of Bernie, so that's why I was pleased with him so much because I was mm-hmm. like, "I like what this guy's saying." Right. That's when this 2016 America was a lot safer back then. Mm-hmm. So, if we're talking about the one thing Trump's done, he he put Pence in charge of the this whole epidemic mm-hmm. I think Kamala. You said it right. <laughs> <laughs> will make a perfect person for two or three years because it's going to take three years to four years now, to, to get this. this thing under control. Mm-hmm. Then Joe will be 81 years old, Fuck. and Grandpa, you know, got America safe again. You know, sometimes you need that hug from a grandpa, Uncle Joe. <laughs> Uncle yeah, Joe. I, I don't know. I mean, that's his purpose. I mean, because there's nothing, there's no economy to worry about. Obviously, there's no wars because covid ended those you know conflicts we're bringing back 14,000 people Ooh. from europe which is a whole other point but however cuz i know kamala's not the, she's not perfect cuz i don't like Nobody's her can i mean perfect. her i mean but how, i'm just speaking from a community black conversation does not get caught up with how many people kamala sent to jail cuz i'm pretty sure she doesn't have the record for sending the most black people to jail right. for, for a, a DA. So, but also, but- as a
0: lawyer, your job is to win. I mean, whether it's, whether you're defending or, you know, it doesn't matter, your job is to win. And that's what she was doing. Whether, you right, know, right. it's right or wrong or the person's innocent or guilty, that that's up to the judge
2: well reform.
1: well, well and also like her policies from 10 years ago are allowed to shift and grow and evolve and i evolve, think people are yeah. bringing up old tweets well this is what she felt then that's what she felt 10 years ago i think ago. she's like, a spook
2: be- beside the door what was that you remember that old movie I where spook, it was an old 60 black formation black movie about it was a classic case of this guy who secretly did things within a systemically poor environment like he was a mayor or something and secretly he was going back to tell his people like hey this is how this is what they're doing, and this is how we can defeat it. So they called the movie "The Spook Beside the Door." You Color. think she's a spy? I think I, I think the new every day from Lucas. I think I think she has a moral compass that they can't do anything about. I mean, what? the fact that she pledged uh, an African American sorority. Mm-hmm. There's a certain amount of things that she had to go through in order to complete the process. She graduated from Howard University. Like Canaan Like Canaan and certain things happened at her at Howard that are gonna that set her compass. That we can sit back and say, well, she hasn't been in our community in years, but she's got the foundation. Exactly. Conditions, but that's also, something they can't change. That's what I really shocked me because I did, I forgot she went to Howard. But that-
1: also, <laughs> I have to wonder, like, why is her level of blackness even important like she's qualified right so many ways like it should actually because she she married a white guy because her commitment to i might marry a white guy next we don't really know where it's gonna go i'm not gonna marry a white
2: guy (laughs) however (laughs) let's just keep it real we need somebody who is going to excite the african-american community not just the women thank you women for doing your thing everybody guys who like me no one's excited us since Obama and her, her little jazziness and, and you know, we like that in our community, you know, yep. we like, yep. Wait, I'm sorry, can me, hold on men. for one
0: second? Jake, you really have to go low, like crawl. You keep on crossing our camera and you're ruining our entire podcast. Oh there you go. Thank you.
2: Now, in order to get that demographic that won't get up in the morning, And go vote or at least now we can show everybody how to vote by mail she can bring that jazzy people out spicy people will like like her i'll be
0: excited to go and vote well yes because right now i'm sorry as much i obviously i want biden in office does he excite me no he is boring grandpa that is what he is, but he's safer than crazy old fucked up grandpa, right?
1: Well, and, I, and so people are saying like, you know, yes, no candidate is perfect, but you got to pick the one like a bus route, pick the one that's going to get you closest where we need, where we should mm-hmm. like
2: to be. So oh, that's
1: Kamala good. and Joe are going to get us closer to She's where we have going, to get. And that's just what it is.
2: Kamala, I she should be the next president. She probably will because Joe's I, old I mean, as fuck. I will vote for her. <laughs> if she if she just comes through. You might have
0: a heart attack. I don't want him to. But remember, Dick Cheney did. But anyway, go on. I, I mean, she comes through. Time.
2: She will I think she's already. African American women have held this country up. The Democratic Party since the '60s. So I think that we, if you look through the Democratic Party, some some of the top political people in the history of dem, of politics have come out of you know Susan Rice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, she was. I'm glad she's on the team. I mean, <laughs> now you know we have our national security can get under control again. You know he can have it's good. I, I see a lot of women on Biden's um, well, I'm excited to vote now. I'm very I, I didn't know excited. who she was going to pick, but
1: we're such like- great leaders. I mean, we are moms, we are business women. We 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 are We run like, this town. Yeah, we 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 know we have our our hands on the pulse of so many different things, and so we make decisions from that perspective, which is a large view managers kind of like <laughs> not, not, are not, you saying sure. are we wired differently? Yeah. Yes, you are, absolutely. Different? are we wired Women differently? Are wired to take everything we into, worry into about
0: everything because we bring life into this world. So we have to take care of that life. Mm-hmm. So we worry not just for ourselves yeah. but for every single person. And as men, no offense cuz I love you. You're so smart and everything, but I got two boys. You are definitely simple creatures. <laughs> it, you like you whatever if it's right, that's where you're going. If it's wrong, it's wrong. There's no I feel like sometimes men don't see the emotional side of things. They see the logical side, whereas women see everything.
2: I think that women <laughs> label everything they see as emotional. And we just, you're just, if you're going to label emotional, it's just a different type of emotion. But both people are emotions. Yeah,
0: there's emotionless and emotional.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: That's the, okay. It's, it's the shades of gray. Women see shades of gray. No, A today, lot of men see black today and today white. Today is
2: it's <laughs> Women's Day here on the show. I'm gonna let them slide. Today I mean, international it's International Day. I'm gonna let them slide. But you it. are the
0: one that just said African American women have their finger on the pulse. They run this. You just said it.
2: We, yeah, I probably did say it. You did, did say back. it. Okay. <laughs> That sounds like something I would say, uh, Brandy. You
0: did just say it. Well, you watch it back. From, be like, from I- Beyonce I- last
1: week to Kamala <laughs> this week. <Ooh.
2: laughs> oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I swear to God, I'm super excited no. about her. And but can I just say this on social media when we see people
1: negatively trolling, we have to if we see our friends do it, our family, dude, anyone out there who is negatively trolling and and just. and ugly let's call them out let's not let it be okay to tear people down but like
0: it's hard to get engaging in the fight does that give them the attention they want to keep it going I'm so torn on that Mm -hmm. I mean with
2: COVID how much rent am I going to lease in my head to these people I mean I got so many things to worry about right right (laughs) their negativity Mm -hmm. is just something if we don't give them any rental space then they go out of business no we don't fight them we push
1: Kamala we We push Joe we push positivity we we push what we want people to see we vote and they just
2: they'll tell us every day every day you turn on the TV they're gonna give us a million reasons to vote just vote just vote, yep. because they're trying to play games with the vote.
1: And sign up for your mail-in ballot. Even if you're going to go vote, at least get your mail-in ballot. That way you have it already if anything happens. How you do you sign up in. for the mail-in ballot? Online. You can sign up online. I, I signed up. You when can help send out me. a
2: tweet today or something, Brandon, because I know people yeah. will get it from you.
0: Absolutely. And then they'll troll me. I'm okay with it. <laughs> troll me all you want. That's I mean, what y'all do.
2: We don't need guns. We need votes. We need votes. And we, votes. We, we, get got, votes. we need We're going to have to have a lot. That way, you know, we can change things like- mm-hmm if we flip the senate like in michigan and one of those kind of swing states where they're really getting screwed down there i mean different things we, happening all over the country yes and um the votes could kill i mean because hillary clinton won by like three or four thousand votes po- five, she won the popular, five, popular vote. vote yeah but if we showed up like we did for obama right not trump's not going to pull anything he's gonna be like oh my god you know who are mm-hmm. all these people <laughs> And, I, know,
0: I do feel like Trump is still doing shit like illegal shit back there, pulling strings, trying to... I don't know what it is. I don't trust him. Trying to defund him. the post yeah, office so we
2: can't mail our of, votes in. He's
0: defunding the post office. That's,
2: exactly <laughs> that's, what he's that's doing. a great part of the enemy. I mean, because the enemy <laughs> has to assume so much. They have to assume you, the assumptions they make. That we They're assuming that this demographic, African-American community is not going to vote. They're not going to get up and vote. That was a fluke. What happened with Obama was off the loop.
0: No, I think that they're now after seeing the the rallies and all of the protests, mm-hmm. they're knowing they're going to vote. Oh yeah, they're scared I mean, the only to death I voted that these people are now banding together and I, we're going to do something. Hillary
2: was the best candidate to vote, but I'm into politics. I I, I do four hours of news a day, <sighs> but to your average guy they did not get up and go vote for uh for Hillary. Uh, Hillary, these dudes, we're going to roll a blunt. <laughs> Get the mask and go down. And, come on, and right, go down. <laughs> we're not scared. I mean, you want to. I like the way uh, you said, "Get a mask, get, too. get a mask, <laughs> and we're going." I'm just telling you, oh, November 3rd is going to be a party. We're on it. I mean, everybody's on it. We, you know, these guys. We we're trying to loot Beverly Hills. we're we now now not going sure to We're, we're going to vote. The same people who looted can vote. now vote and create. Ten times more damage. I'll let it go. Not damage,
0: not even damage. It's it's positivity. I think we're gonna
2: we're gonna create change. Oh yeah, I'm just trying to scare people. Great damage. Yeah, <laughs> we're Republicans. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna come scare in, people, and we're gonna we're go gonna get leave. in line, and we're gonna vote. That's what's gonna scare them. <laughs> when they turn Fox turns the news on, they see these people in lines around these places, and we're not pissed. We know you're in a game. We know that you. We're gonna get to wait. rid of ballot boxes. We know that no one's like, oh my god, we gotta kill, count the jelly beans. I'm gonna We're do mine on the mail
0: though. Like, I'm not going to you get in a line know. because yeah. of COVID. That's what scares me. I hope everyone that is afraid to go out and like congregate get does, a mail-in ballot. Yeah, get your mail-in ballot. Get your
2: mail-in ballot. Even though oh, we, know- we can go to the pool party, we can there's make it no to the uh, pool
0: party. It's just us three. No, I'm
2: talking about in life. I saw there's a pool party in Atlanta every weekend. And oh. I'm like, if they can make it to the pool party, they better make it to the ballet. I mean.
0: You do see like crowds of people at everywhere.
2: Pools. <laughs> cool. Well,
0: I thought you were talking <laughs> about our party on Saturday. It was just oh, the no. It's just us three and the kids. Jeez. Uh, can I bring a date? Yeah, Yeah. of course. Okay. What,
2: who? who? <laughs> what? what? That's called, I'm trying to bring it into existence. I'm trying to.
0: Okay, you're, you're manifesting. manifesting. Okay, yeah. got by,
2: it. By asking for permission, right? That's but, a manifestation yeah, the manifestation. Yeah, I get that you.
0: That you're gonna meet someone fabulous in within 24 hours. That
2: I can bring around brandy and,
0: and I. yeah, we we love everyone. until uh, we, we don't.
1: We don't. We'll
2: interview them. <laughs> oh
1: boy, get ready. Get ready. You sure you want to bring her around me?
2: <laughs> I'll I'll no, take some know, highlights. But,
1: When we return, we'll be talking to Brandy from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and she'll be sharing with us about her town that is currently being poisoned, and the underlying issue is systemic racism. So we continue to have these Black-white conversations, and we're excited to um, bring one of our people from our communities into the conversation right after this.
3: Hi, my name is Brandy Crawford-Johnson. I am married, and I'm a mother, and I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I am an environmental advocate and a homeowner that is continuously being poisoned by a paper mill among other things in our neighborhood and I am fighting for our rights of our African American community as well as every resident that lives in Kalamazoo County that is breathing in this poisonous air.
0: First off, we read everything that you sent us, and I think it's really fucked. Um, it's, it's just sad that this has been going on for so long. So tell us a little bit in your words. I mean, we've all read it, but really, what what is your goal? What is happening?
3: Well, in 2018, I um, joined the Kal- the city of Kalamazoo Environmental Concerns Committee. Because I have asthma and I didn't have severe asthma before I moved here. And it just kept getting worse. And I just thought that possibly our paper mill could be the cause. So I gave the mayor and the members on the committee a copy of the American Lung Association State of the Air report saying that our city was graded F. For failing for air quality, and um, I also gave them a toxic release inventory of Graphic Packaging International, which is our paper mill, paper and pulp mill. And to my surprise, they sent a cease and desist letter to the data company for the American Lung Association and USA Today. Because they did not want our air quality information to be released to the public, because they were afraid that it would ruin Kalamazoo's reputation, and it's all in writing with the meeting minutes. So after that, I quit, and I spoke with a person with the Michigan Department of Environmental Quality, which is now called Egle Eagle, and. The woman that is in charge of our county told me that they were, that graphic packaging was using pollution prevention, and I had nothing that I needed to be concerned about, and um, a couple of months ago, I started getting, my eyes started burning really, really bad, and then I was talking to a couple of my neighbors, and they're like, yeah, you know, I didn't have asthma before I moved here, and my eyes are burning bad, and And, you know, then I started talking to more people and they're saying, yeah, my my dad died from asthma. My sister died from asthma, my brother. And it's just like the more people I talk to, the more people I find are dying from cancer and asthma. I'm like, what is going on? So I just kept.
1: Sure. Can you tell us a little about a little bit about the makeup of your community and what that looks like so we can get a real sense of who the people are?
3: okay well um we're called the north side of kalamazoo um we're a neighborhood that's located downtown which has always majorly been predominantly african-american and um i found out that in 1937 our neighborhood was actually located into an industrial area because um the the government at the time thought that i'm quoting what they said they quoted saying that Negroes were bad for real estate. So they located us in an industrial area to kill you. I mean, that's what it sounds like, because they don't care. You know, they definitely don't like they literally are. They've been killing people for years and getting away with it. And now they're doing an expansion to make it even worse. And I'm so shocked that our county and city commissioners would even allow them to expand instead of relocating them somewhere way out in the country, somewhere away from people that are human beings, living human beings.
0: This almost sounds like an Aaron Brockovich kind of situation where like, you're going to have, you're going to have to be the one. I mean, somebody has got to carry that torch.
2: It's the redlining that, that your local government at the time created. It's just our federal government turned a blonde eye to the fact that um, mm-hmm. local governments, it's, it's like it's huge in Chicago. I mean, they set the pace for the rest of the country. How, right. What's the population where you're?
3: Um, there's about around 6,000 in our neighborhood, but I don't believe that our neighborhood is the only ones affected by what's this. What's the
2: co- population of Kalamazoo? Kalamazoo is around
3: 77,000. Se- They're the 77. seventh largest in Mich- city in Michigan.
2: So out of that 77,000, how many people work for that paper mill?
3: Not a lot, actually. I think only like a couple hundred. Even this expansion that they're doing, six hundred million dollar expansion, only fifty jobs are being brought. So, I don't think it's that many.
1: And, and what's the income of of, the, of your city? Like, is it is it a high income area? Is it a affluent area? Is it a low I would income?
3: say it's I would say it's middle class, but our neighborhood is lower income.
2: Okay, and I think that plays because yep, money yep. always plays a part. I mean, lo- your taxes, local taxes, if you know. That's what drives everything, and, and, and um, your local government. I mean, that's where you're going to have to start with your with your councilman in your district. Have you had a, a talk with him yet?
3: Well, yeah, I was on the environmental concerns committee with the mayor, and he was one of the people that sent the cease and desist <laughs> letter. So I, I and that's I also sent the city attorney a letter re- like a couple of weeks ago saying you need to you know not so. Let me get to the part of, of the chemicals and everything. There's been this odor that everybody's complained about for years.
2: Wow. That this
3: paper mill is so many And, and I, I mean, people, you have to literally turn off your air conditioning if you're driving past it, roll your windows up. And this is just people that don't live here. We have to do it all the time. We have to endure it all the time. And so- um, I have been doing a lot of FOIA requests and I finally had one of them answered and we found out what we've been wondering for decades what this odor is, is H2S gas, it is a highly toxic gas that causes practically all of the diseases that everyone's getting. And so I, I let the city attorney know I know what this odor is and I asked him and the, the commission, I talked to commissioners about this. And I've asked them to set a public hearing, notifying everyone what this odor is, and and ask them to get everyone air purifiers and vapor mitigation systems because this is just one of many chemicals. Is time. your
2: mayor is your mayor on the ballot this this fall?
3: No, he just got elected. He he was actually our vice mayor, and then he became our mayor.
2: So, who, how, how about your your district or your super district supervisor who's on the, who's on the ballot right now? That's who.
3: Um, well, it doesn't. It, the, the, the city and the county commissioners—they they don't care because they actually voted for this um, this paper mill to expand on contaminated brownfields, which is going to make the pollution ten times worse. Like I said, I've talked to everybody locally. Nobody cares. Nobody doesn't want to help. Nobody wants to help us. I've, I've notified everybody. I've literally had hundreds of emails and phone calls. And no one cares.
0: You're just you're being ignored, right? You're like you're doing all the work, and it's all about the mighty dollar. And they don't care about your community because it's a low income community, and they
3: don't think. I think it's because we're African American. That's what I'm saying. That's the main thing that I think. But it's low income African American. But I, I believe. I mean, I just did a public health announcement that's coming out locally finally today at three thirty, and I and I had questions, and one of my questions for our government was. If we were redlined to be located in 1937 into an industrial area and it is now 2020 and we are still having to endure this poisoning that is going on, Mm -hmm. are you still racist? Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's a very bold statement to say, but that's what I want to know, because I can't understand why you would allow a company that's been poisoning the African-American population for decades to even expand further.
2: Well, they'll argue that they're not racist. however, they're capitalists, and capitalists tend to to uh, overlook any human rights over the dollar. I, I'm assuming that you know your community doesn't hold, buy enough paper to hold that company together. They're they're producing that paper there in your community, but they're selling it somewhere else. So, so, so oh yeah,
3: they're global, they're right? Global. So, their graphic packaging is a so you're a in Michigan. Company.
2: You're in Michigan right now, which is a humongous swing state. So I would suggest. I mean, I don't want to turn everything political, but it but it, but it will take politics to change. Um, what is the your community? They vote um, conservative, Republican, Michigan. We, it's it's kind of hard to tell. So your community, mostly
3: Democrat.
2: So your mayor is Democratic.
3: Yes, I think so.
2: <laughs> are you registered to vote? Like are I'm you registered course. to vote?
3: Some people say they're Democrat, but they're Republican. Some people are Republican, say they're Democrat. Like, I like don't Russia. trust the Republicans yeah. or the Democrats.
2: Who's the governor? In the governor... Oh, because Donald Trump doesn't like her. your governor in Michigan, right?
3: Oh, no. I notified her staff, too, but I don't know because she has so much going on if she... It's going to be
2: helping. This is a time you need to push it because um, Biden and Bush, we—I mean Biden and um, H- Harris—we've got to win Michigan this year. So you could get. This is a great way to get some attention because um, your your—it sounds like your community is is going to be our his constituency. The people we need for those people in your community to come and vote, and I think you could leverage your voting. Group. I mean, you know, you start something, hey, we're raising, we're getting people registered to vote. That would bring attention because Michigan's going to get attention. You could, next thing you know, you could have them there.
0: But she's one person. That's like, she's done everything that she can do. She's like, she's like the little guy fighting for everyone. I know. And no one's listening. And I think that that's why we need to have this conversation we need to get this conversation going and out there because people are dying from this poison in the air
3: and it's not it's getting worse not
2: i mean redlining is bad
3: and i could and and, and definitely this is a political issue as well i i agree with you but i believe that a a lot of politicians make false promises and once they become in office they start doing favors that they wouldn't normally do before they became elected or you know, getting involved in these little good old boy networks where, you know, everyone's paying each other off to keep their mouth shut or not do certain things. So I really have not decided who I'm voting for yet um, because I don't believe that um, th- that many politicians are really concerned about you know our health as much as they should, as well as our environment. I mean, the Environmental Poisoning Agency, I mean, the Environmental Protection Agency, um, their <laughs> laws have been scaled back because of Donald Trump. But um, I'm hoping that we will have better regulations going forward. But like I said, we need people that actually care and that actually are humane because I've seen more Racist and inhumane, and talk to more racist and inhumane people than I have ever talked to. And I'm 41 years old, and I, I, I'm a, I am so appalled by the lack of just, I, I'm just, just the lack of anybody even caring at all. Like it's just like we need to hold our government accountable, our city and county, city county, city and county. Um, commissioners and our mayor should be held accountable for allowing us to continue. They should be held accountable for looking the other way, for for even when they're told what is going on and and, and we're asking for help and, and not doing anything to help us. Like we should, they shouldn't even be, they shouldn't even be sitting in the positions so
0: they I'm are. Sure, Sorry, good. I'm sure like this paper mill is probably donating to all of their campaigns and has them in their pocket just because they are so rich. And And that's what I
3: thought. And I had my son who's 15 and he's very into politics as well. But he looked up to see who donates to whose campaign because I was curious about that as well. And I found out that graphic packaging donates to Fred Upton, who is a Republican representative for Michigan. But I did not see that they've had um, donated to anyone else but him. But he's actually going up for election too. So they're saying that he probably won't get elected again. So... So, so I, I'm actually, sure that would be a good thing for us. <laughs> I
1: have a few recommendations, and a few questions, actually. So class action settlement. Also, have you looked into public health advocates, public health advocates, or um, legal aid lawyers who will take your case pro bono because of the impact that's having in your community? Because there are, you're, right now you are fighting it alone, but there are people and resources designed to help communities just like just lawyers. Like so we it's- have
3: a lawyer already.
1: And, and, and I used to and, do
3: paralegal work before this. That's okay. why I'm really, like, I'm passionate about our health environment, right. but I'm also very versed in law. And I, I I hired attorney, like, literally immediately when I found out what was going on. So we do have a class action that is developing at the moment. Good. Wonderful. Um, but it is towards the owner right now. Um, because we were just, that was before we found out what the odor was, because the odor has been, you know, ruining the joy of our lives. I mean, I have people crying to me that they can't have barbecues because none of their family want to come over because it smells so bad. Oof. I mean, that's just one example of just, you can't even go outside and enjoy your yard because of the gas that's coming from this plant. And it's just unacceptable. Like, there's just so many levels to this. And, you know, like I said, I'm not going to quit. And I know people do call, like when you said Aaron Brockmitch, people call me that around here. (laughs) Good. I had a lead poisoning issue with the city of Kalamazoo a few years ago. I bought a house from the city of Kalamazoo. And they were selling other, like, houses pretty cheap. They are houses that they ran out of funds to redevelop. And about six months after I bought the house, the city of Kalamazoo sent me a letter saying, hey, can you sign this, um, piece of paper releasing us from liability saying that we told you that the house was full of lead paint. I said, absolutely not. And I called my lawyer. So they, everyone made a big deal about it. And it was in all these publications like jet magazine and New York times about, I bought the house for 3,200 and got 115,000, but I used all the money to take the lead out of the house, like out of the windows, the doors, everything. And then the company that worked for the state lead poisoning prevention program used unsafe work practices, making my home 12 times more poisonous. This was in 2013 and 2014. And then the manager of the program, he took the supervisors, he revoked the supervisor's license, but he let his son's company continue working on lead poison children's homes, which are mostly in African-American neighborhoods. And I literally fought tooth and nail on that as well. So it's constantly, It's constantly things that I'm constantly trying to fight for to protect the health of Michigan residents. The agencies that are actually there and being paid to protect us are not doing their job.
2: Well, a lot of people right now, this particular administration, they don't believe in the science. So that's a bad, I mean, your fight is, I mean, no fight is dead, but this is a great time for you to be organized and you're going to need once we get people who believe in science at the top, then it's going to it should make your job a lot easier. And I just want to reiterate that in order for people to get their job at the top, mm-hmm. they need you. I mean, they, I mean, we're in California. It's going to go a certain way. But where you are right now, you can get you can, you can leverage where you I'm in Michigan. Hey, um, Mr. Biden. You know, you need to come down here and talk to us. We're we're the we're literally dying. We're re- yeah, literally dying. dying. We've been yeah. suffering from all the elements and systemic racism through redlining. You're perfect. I, I don't. If I was a campaign manager, I would fly down there right now, get you on camera. Is let the rest of Michigan know, hey, we're tired of the non-science. Like I was saying- oh, I think
0: that's what she's trying to do by yeah, right, getting made, this conversation out I, there, right?
3: Because it's, it's hard for one person- And, to- and then I know all about the science because I've talked to like tons of toxicologists, doctors at the University of Michigan, Stanford. I mean, Stanford came out with a study saying that the severe COVID cases, which are definitely hitting African-American communities harder, are linked to pollution. So mm. that is why- I feel like it's not just Michigan, but when you know, when you when when we found out that COVID was existing here and we had a pandemic, I can't understand why the president was not mailing everybody's sanitizer and 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 um Mask. you know Clorox wipes and all that like they used to do government cheese. Like this is common sense stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you should and then you have you have scientists and, and doctors telling you that these that the severe cases of COVID are linked to pollution, then you should be going to all the major polluters which are on a list with the EPA and making sure they have carbon capture capturing all this pollution. This is not rocket science. This is These corporations are billion-dollar corporations. They can afford to put carbon capture on their smokestacks. It's really not difficult. I mean, marijuana dispensaries put carbon capture on the dispensary so the weed smell doesn't get out. Why can't you do it so the poison doesn't get out? It's really not rocket science. Wow.
0: I mean, you have said, like, what you're saying really resonates with me. And I feel like you're doing the right thing by trying to get it out there. I wish, you know, we're going to definitely talk about it more. And we'll try to help you as much as we can. I I, like you're just like a little man fighting the fight. And I I applaud you. And I think that you're awesome. And you're so well spoken. And I hope that just getting this out there, getting, making the conversation happen can help your neighborhood and help everyone. I mean, cause you're right. If it, if marijuana dispensaries can do it, it, like why should not everyone else do it? Like it's, if it's right. that simple, just do it.
3: Right. I don't understand. But like I said, Trump put these little EPA regulations, he cut, cut them back and stuff like that. But I can't even say it's just him because like when I look at the inspection reports of these toxic... To the EPA doesn't even inspect them. For years, even before President Trump became president, they weren't inspecting these facilities like they're, that's what their job is, you know? So we need to put them on blast. We
2: have to. I mean, we have they're not going to do anything unless we dare them not to. So that's the key. Right. Dare them not to. It's like, we're going to dare you, Mr. Mayor, not Up to. Talk to an
3: EPA official that actually... He was making excuses. He was like, didn't you know pollution prevention is an expensive, you know, thing to do? And I said, yeah, maybe for some companies, but not a billion dollar corporation that's using 600 million to expand on contaminated land, they can afford the pollution prevention. So miss me with that one because I'm not buying it. But you shouldn't be making excuses. You say, yes, ma'am, I'll be right out there to do that inspection to protect your health because that's what the EPA does. We're here to protect the health and the environment at all costs. No, you're sitting here telling me to go to the CEO because he's going to be afraid of personal injury lawsuits. You're an EPA official. You shouldn't even be saying that stuff to me.
2: Right.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for calling in. And we will definitely keep this conversation going. We'll be praying for you. I will be tweeting about it a lot today because i'm annoyed and i feel <laughs> you have a 15 year old i have teenagers they shouldn't be growing up knowing like getting asthma and dying before that they should you know what i'm saying it's just it's not right. fair for anyone but imagine the children growing up so as a teen it's mom
3: as well, i can afford air purifiers and taking pollution prevention of vitamins but a lot of people they can't can, can. yeah. so yeah. they have to be able to You know, help help everyone here. You You got
2: to write a letter to like. There's several senators. Have you heard of the the Green New Deal? That a lot of these look at that. Look at the people who wrote that. I know AOC, and you start writing to them, and you should start today because they'll be the ones who'll bring attention to like you know higher level people. Say, hey, it's Michigan. I just trust me you're in Michigan. Right. it's I've a written, big I haven't written deal. Out
3: AOC but like I said I've contacted everyone that's no with no it but she cares she does a can good possibly thing help but,
2: but good I, luck I, with and everything I,
3: and I, I can reach out to, to to president-elect biden but you know I'm not i'm not expecting help just because <laughs> they seem like they're so focused on the election issues that they're they've already been focused on but like I said I will I'm trying to come public with this because I haven't gotten help at the state city and county level here so hopefully if other people are concerned that even people that don't live here then maybe that will get them to say, okay, maybe we should do something. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna tweet about it today. So yeah. we, we got you covered, girl. We got you covered. Got you covered. Thank you so much.
3: You. And I think and keep you, going. Should, you should run for office. You should okay. run. You Absolutely. Really should. People tell me that too, but I couldn't work with these assholes.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, good luck out there. Right.
1: Thank you, Brandy. Bye, Brandy. Bye, Brandy. Be well. Be well. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Bye.
0: Lastly, we, we cannot leave this out, Lucas.
2: I, you tell them, Randy.
0: I mean, I think we should all tell them, but Brianna's killers are, are still, s- haven't,
1: still not arrested. They're, still they're just
0: chilling. There. They're chilling. What? Yeah. No Brianna Taylor's killers, right. killers are not, nothing's been done. Not one thing. How long has she been buried? I mean, uh, oh my God. It's about the same time as George Floyd, correct? A little bit I'm later? It's
1: like 195 oh. days now.
0: This is insane. <sighs> Just because we have we have George Floyd's killers and it's we're not just doing it one time to say oh we did it we need to do this across the board we need to get Breonna Taylor's murderers behind bars
2: let's vote please let's vote.